Mr. President, thank you so much for having us here in this cabinet room, which is a room where so much of American history and decisions were made. That's true. Uh, very special room. So thank you. Thank you. All right. So how was your week? Well, I think it was great. I mean, we did a tremendous amount of work, uh, natural gas going to China, uh, cattle going to China. We opened it up, you remember, years ago where they really stopped any cattle from being sold into China, and now China's just opened it up to our farmers and our, our cattle folks, and they're very, very happy about it. So we have a tremendous amount of things happening, literally today. But, and I have to interrupt you, because I, I think that in spite of all the great things that we can talk about, the, the Jim Comey story got, you know, in the middle of everything. Was this the wrong time to fire Jim Comey? Well, there's no right time. Let's say I did it on January 20th, the opening, right? Then that would have been the big story as opposed to the inauguration. And uh, I was thinking about it then. I was thinking about it during this period of time. There's really no right time to do it. But uh, I mean, I'm okay with it. As you know, I have the decision to make and I have to make the decision. Uh, he agrees that I have the absolute right to do right. it. Everybody agrees. Right. Uh, I guess I was a little bit surprised because all of the Democrats, I mean, they hated Jim Comey. They didn't like him. Uh, they wanted him fired or whatever. Okay. And and then all of a sudden they come out with these glowing reports. You know, look, it's, well, it's well, politics. The media is in a frenzy. And so given that some of these Congress people thought he should have been fired, they called for an investigation even of Jim Comey. Doesn't it doesn't it suggest to you that it, it isn't even about Comey? It's about anything that you as president. It's true. Do. Number one, they're hypocrites, but it's beyond being a hypocrite. You have these tremendous the level of hatred toward him, especially during that period of time with uh, Hillary Clinton, where he gave her a free ride. I mean, he gave her a free pass like nobody's ever, ever gotten a free pass. And during that period of time, the level of hatred by the Democrats, also the Republicans, to be honest, because, you know, first she got a free pass. Mm -hmm. And then he came out with Comey 2, and then he came out with Comey 3, and the ultimate thing is he gave her a free pass. So but, but they then, should have liked her. Well, they should have liked him. But because he did what he did for her was unbelievable mm -hmm. with all of the guilty, 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 guilty. And then he goes, ah, oh, but she's not guilty. The fact is that uh, we're on to other things, and we had the right to do it. We made it. There is no good time to do it, Janine. Uh, what I'm most proud about is what's happening with the country. You look at jobs are way up. You look at what we're doing in terms of trade deals. It's going to be unbelievable, the trade deals we're making for this country. We have the worst trade deals ever made by any country anywhere, and we're making them into great deals. Uh, the business that we're now reopening with China that's been gone for many, many years, uh, especially when you look at natural gas and especially when you look at the deal we just made on cattle. But the, it's but the really something special. Is all of the good things and the good stories that you can talk about, whether it's a passage of the health care bill by the House, you know, and we're doing very well failure, with health care. By the way, um, it, it, well, it wasn't really an initial fit. It was just a continuation of a negotiation. But, all right. But Grant. we're doing very well. I think we're doing very well with that. Now that's before the Senate. Mm -hmm. And I think the Senate is going to come up with some really, really great additions and changes. And we're going to have a plan that's going to be really great. And by the way, Obamacare is dead. It's dying. I've been saying that for a long time. Now Aetna just pulled out. The big insurance company just pulled out. And we have to come up with a plan because Obamacare is dead. Would you agree that but for your getting totally involved in the House and working with the Freedom Caucus and then the Tuesday group, you know, but for your being as hands on and as involved, 
that House bill might never have passed. I agree, but I will also say they're great people. I made so many friends. I read one story where this was like an indoctrination of Trump because I didn't know a lot. You know, I was in business and I didn't know a lot of these congressmen and congresswomen. They're great people. I've met so many people that I really like. And it was very intense. You know, a lot of people were saying, I wonder if Trump was very much involved. I, I was speaking to 30, 40, 50 a day. I got to know a lot of them really well, and they're great people. They're, they're, we have wonderful people representing this country, I can tell you. But given what it took, it took you to really get involved, to get yeah. the House bill passed. Doesn't that suggest that in order to get your agenda accomplished, that same kind of hands-on has to apply to Democrats and across the aisle. Well, they're obstructionists. I mean, what they want to do is obstruct and delay. And I'm actually very surprised with Chuck Schumer because I know him. I've known him for a long time. Uh, I cannot, I really am surprised that he's become such, you know, he's gone so far left in order to get into the Elizabeth Warren group that I think he's hurting himself. I think he's hurting the Democrats very badly, but he has really been brought to the left. And I also don't think they can win any more elections unless they start changing their tune. But they've become very obstructionist. And all that means is delay and all of the things that they do. And, uh, you know, we're going to end up winning. We've been winning. We won. And now you look, we have the House, we have the Senate. Don't forget, before the election, the Republicans were going to lose the Senate, they're going to lose the House, and they're going to lose, of course, the presidency. And that was two weeks before the election. I was watching your show and you were like, <laughs> not happy, I have to say. I know you're fair and balanced and all of that stuff, but you weren't exactly thrilled by the numbers that you were seeing. And that last two to three week period was sort of amazing what was going, because you started seeing very good Change. numbers started to come. But, but the point is that we were supposed to lose all three. Mm -hmm. and. Not only do we lose all three, they said it will be perhaps the greatest election failure in the history of this country. And I said, wow, that's bad. But I worked very hard and we ended up winning all three instead of losing all three. Right. And it became one of the great successes. But I will given, tell you, and I think fact, we're doing even better than that Mr. in terms President, of... Your, your agenda is not getting out because people are caught up on the, the Comey issue and ridiculous I stuff. I agree. How do I you agree. get rid of Comey? I, I think Who the, in yeah. your press office says one thing, the vice president says another thing? How do we resolve that? Well, that's an that? interesting situation. I actually said today, let's not ever do any more press briefings. You know, they're getting tremendous ratings. And the, especially the fake media, they're, they're going crazy. They are going crazy. And they'll be in the room, and you have to see the way they ask questions. I want, I want screaming, and there's never been anything like this, mm -hmm. to get, like, a question out. And in all fairness to Sean, and in all fairness to Sarah Huckabee, and in all fairness to anybody that stood up there, they don't know me. I'm a very active president. I'm doing like I'm dealing with China. I'm dealing with Japan. I'm dealing with North Korea. I'm dealing with all of these different things. Uh, Russia came in to see me, the foreign minister, the other day. And right after that, they didn't say this, but right after that, the foreign minister from Ukraine came in. I said, fellas, you got to make peace. You got to get peace. They only talked about Russia coming in. OK, and we took pictures. So. They took pictures. We released the pictures. They made a big deal out of it. Everybody knew he was coming and he was scheduled to come. But they didn't talk about Ukraine. The point is this. When we have those press conferences, I actually said we shouldn't have them. 
because well, Sarah that's, Huckabee. That's been well, hundred years we've been doing. No, but it. listen, no, no, but, ne- but there's never been action like this. This is crazy. I mean, but would you we're getting higher consider, ratings. They're getting higher ratings on those press conferences. Would you and, seriously consider stopping these press sessions? No, we do it in a different way. We How? do it. We do it through a uh, piece of paper with a perfectly accurate beautiful answer. I'll give you an example. In writing? They're asked 100 questions or 50 questions or 20 questions. If they get one out of 50, just a little bit off, 5%, 10%, 20%, it's the next day it's a front page story in every newspaper. Right. right. Now, so press conferences weren't even covered for Obama practically. They were on C-SPAN and C-SPAN 2 when, you know, there was nothing going on. But will you put an end no, wait, to them? Just let me, my press, these press conferences are like the biggest thing on daytime television. They are. Okay? You see the ratings. They're yes. blowing away everything on just about, I think, everything on daytime television. What I'd love to do is stop them. It's not fair to the people. I'll, I'll give you, look, I am a very active person. I have a lot of very positive things going on right up here for this country. It's impossible for a person or two people or three people who oppress people to cover every aspect of what I'm thinking and what I'm doing. And I think it's unfair. And if they get it just a little bit wrong, they don't mean to. They're liars. They're liars. They're horrible people. They're liars. The press goes. And it becomes a big story for two days or three days. And it's very, very unfair to a person in that job. I think that's really a tough job, to be honest, especially for me, because I'm having meeting after meeting. I'm cutting the price of the airplanes with Lockheed. I'm cutting the price of airplanes with Boeing. I'm doing all of these things. I'm making deals for China, with China. I'm trying to solve a problem but in are, North are Korea, you, which, by the way, I is a really big problem. I want to get into North Korea, but are you moving so quickly that your communications department cannot keep up with yes. you? That's true. So what do we do about that? We, we don't have press conferences, and we do... You don't mean that. We just don't have them. Unless I have them every two weeks, and I do myself. We don't have them. I think it's a good idea. First of all, you have a level of hostility that's incredible. And it's very unfair. Sarah Huckabee is a lovely young woman. Uh, you know Sean Spicer. Mm-hmm. He is a wonderful human being. He's a nice man. Is he your press secretary today and tomorrow? Is yeah, he, will he, he is, be tomorrow? Sure. He is. He's doing, well, he's doing a good job, but he gets beat up. Will he be there tomorrow? Yeah, well, he's been there from the beginning. I mean, is, he, is, he, is he in the, uh, he's getting where they say he's up. in the woods where the neighbors No, he just gets beat up by these people. And again, you know, they don't show the 90 questions that they asked and answered okay. properly. I'm saying if they're off just a little bit, just a little bit, it's the when big story. will you make a decision and, as and to here's whether the thing, or not the you're going to keep having them? The difference between me and another president, another pre- I won't use names, but another president doesn't do what I'm doing. They really don't. I'm not saying that in a bragging way. I'm not saying it anyway. Another president, Janine, will sit in the Oval Office and do practically nothing all day. I'm doing every minute of the day. I'm doing something. I'm cutting prices. I'm, this nation has such unbelievable potential. The thing is. They can't keep up with it. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, they do their best. If they give an answer, and if it's a little bit off, they're liars and horrible things. Okay. It's, it's really unfair. It is, so I would, I would recommend we don't have it. When will you make that decision? Over the next couple of weeks. I'll tell you what, they'll be very unhappy because the ratings are so high that I don't know what these networks are going to do. They're going to start to cry. Let me, let me ask you they this, Mr. President. They get free ratings because of me, and yet they don't treat us well. Mr. Fairly. President, here's yes. the bottom line. You've got this 
Russia story that is causing, uh, Cory Booker said the other day, the Russians are coming. I thought it was 1950 and I, I had to run Corey under a Booker desk. Cory Booker ought to get his address right where he lived when he ran for mayor. That's what he ought to do. Why, well, he didn't live well, in the right place? But, but let me out. finish check the question. The let me finish. So wouldn't it be better? Because all of the successes that we can talk about are being overshadowed by this Russia story. By fake news. Uh, by fake news. To have an independent commission, you were convinced you did nothing. And I'm not convinced. Uh, Clapper is convinced. DNI, and other people are convinced. Oh, yes. Everybody's convinced. Everybody said the same they thing. They say there's so no collusion. You know the out of the White House. They're all saying there is no collusion. There is no collusion. Precisely. Well, I'd like it to move fast, if possible, but I'll tell you what I really want. There is no collusion. We had nothing to do with Russia and everything else. But there is a question. Was it Russia? Who was it that went in and tried to hack? Now, right. there are other questions, too, Janine. Why didn't the DNC, the Democrats, why didn't they allow the FBI to check their server? They wouldn't allow them right. to check. And why didn't the FBI insist on checking their server? They, they have subpoenas. They have very powerful subpoenas. Yes. So Podesta, who, by the way, has a company with his brother, as I understand it, in Russia, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, those are the ones they should be checking. But with all of that being said, what I want, and I think it's very important, I want to get to the bottom if Russia or anybody else is trying to tamper or play with our election. Okay. To me, that's very so important. So get it and I, out of the right. White House. Do an independent commission, and then you well, can get your agenda you're out right, there. But all it is is more time. I'll tell you what, you have it before two, you have it before the House and you have it before the Senate. Right. I know some of the people on those commissions are highly, they're, they're very ethical people, very talented, very smart people. I think let them just do it. You know, they've been doing it for a long time. I'd love to but see. They it go. may never be finished. How do you prove a negative? How do you prove that you weren't involved? This could go on for well, 10 years. I think it's been proved already. And to be honest with you, I want it to be accurate also. I want them to of devote course. the time they need. I'd like it to go fast, but more important to me, much more than speed. I want them to be sure that Russia or anybody else, that it, if it did happen, if there was any, and everybody also agrees, by the way, it didn't change the election. Right. It didn't change the vote. So right. that's important. That's important to me. But I don't want it ever to be even a question again. So if it takes longer, let it take longer, but let them At do the, the job. At the risk right. of the country not being able to see your successes. Look, we're coming up to January of 2018. We're talking midterms soon. Unless we get led the, the promises to the American people, health care, tax reform, how are, you going to, how are you going to do that? Well, I'll that? give you an example. I mean, we you made that, we made that incredible deal with China last night at 11 o'clock, right? And the front page of the papers had more to do with unimportant stories than that, okay? And I think that's very unfair. It is, but you but can't change that unless no, you, you take it off the table. Well, I think it's going to be off the table as soon as they announce their result. Hopefully they announce their result quickly. I'd like to see it quick. But with all due respect, I want to see it done properly. I don't want to be in a position where something took place having to do with Russia or any other country or any other person, who knows? But I don't want to be in a position where it's not, not done correctly. So let them do it correctly. 
Let them take their time. You're talking them about the House, the Senate, I'm talking about the, the House. FBI. I'm talking about the House, the Senate, Senate the, the FBI. FBI. So no independent commission. I don't think you need it. I mean, honestly, whatever's going to do the best, but I don't think you need but it. But they're playing politics. Can't you see that? It's stepping I on see, your success. I see a lot Yesterday, of things. Yesterday, the Department of Justice nullified the Eric Holder and uh, uh, the, the Obama uh, marijuana drug policies. Yesterday, 1,400 gangbangers arrested. And the I know. biggest sweep and you in don't American read about history. it the way you should. That's and on page what, ten. That, and all of this is being subjugated to ridiculous. Can stuff. I be honest with you? I think the people are saying it, though, Janine. I really do. I you think do? the people. You know, I have a, a very strong base of incredible people. I think they know what's going on. I had dinner with a group last night that just great people, great friends, and they come in and they're very angry about what's going on. They're angry from the other, from our standpoint. They're very angry about what's going on. I think the people see it. I think the people see our successes. Hey, look, putting the Supreme Court judge on within 100 days, and I don't mean just nominating, having him confirmed, and he's going to be great, and so many other things we've done. You know, they said we did no legislative work. We signed 32 bills. Janine, did you hear that? 32 bills. And they were saying a couple of weeks ago during the 100 days, we signed none. Not everybody was saying that, but some right. were saying it. We signed 32 bills. That means went through Congress and signed it. In addition, we freed up this system, which was all glued up, so that people can build houses and they can build factories and they can build so much. Our trade deals are about to come. They're going to be unbelievable. I mean, we're doing things, and I honestly believe that people see it. But there's no question it would be wonderful to go fast, but I want it to be done right. Next, who is the president eyeing to replace Jim Comey in the FBI? Plus, I'll ask Mr. Trump about reports that he asked Comey to pledge his loyalty to him. I want loyalty to the country. I mean, I want loyalty to the United States of America. I want him to do a good job. Number Did one, you ask that question? We'll confirm. His answer is next. We'll also talk North Korea, the status of the border wall, and the process of shipping illegal immigrant gang members out of the country. Part two of my primetime exclusive with President Trump is next. To me, that's one of the most exciting questions you can ask if you want to know. Okay, good. Welcome back to Justice and part two of my interview with President Trump from the cabinet room inside the White House. Take a look. What about the new director for the FBI? You're looking for someone yes. now. Will you, before we get to me, that's one of the most exciting questions you can ask if you want to know. Okay, that. good. We have some great candidates. We're interviewing people. We're going to pick somebody who's outstanding. That's what we want to get. Will you ask for loyalty and fidelity? Well, I want loyalty to the country. I mean, I want loyalty to the United States of America. I want him to do a good job or her to do a great job. So and I think people, we have some wonderful candidates. People I think some, suggest that the question that apparently the New York Times is selling, that you asked Comey whether or not you had his loyalty, was possibly inappropriate. Could you see no, how they think, would think I read, that? I read that article. I don't think it's inappropriate. Number Did one, you ask that question? No. No, I didn't. But I don't think it would be a bad question to ask. I think loyalty to the country, loyalty to the United States is important. You know, I mean, it depends on how you define loyalty. Number one. Number two, I don't know how that got there because I didn't ask that question. What about the idea that in a tweet you said that there might be tape recordings? Well, that There's I can't talk about. I won't talk about that. All I want is for Comey to be honest. 
and I hope he will be, and I'm sure he will be, I hope. Okay, and so this new director of the FBI, uh, is, will it be someone from within the ranks? Will it be someone, like a lawyer have, like Comey, or have you had a lot of We have a lot of choice. Everybody wants the position. Mm -hmm. It's a great position to have, and we have extremely capable people, in some cases people of great you know, great prestige, actually. People of who have had tremendous careers would like to do it. We're going to have somebody think? fantastic. When do you think? Uh, fairly quickly. Okay. Fairly quickly. And I, think we, I think we owe it to the public to do it fairly quickly. And, you know, do you think the Senate will confirm? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. No, I want to pick somebody that can be confirmed. Look, I thought that this would be a very popular thing that I did when I terminated Comey because all of the Democrats couldn't stand him. But because I terminated him, they said, ah, we get some political points, we'll go against Trump. So I assumed it would be fairly popular, and they got together and they said, again, we're talking obstruction. This is total obstruction. Uh, they got together and they, all of a sudden, they love. You know, it's sort of funny when you listen to Schumer and you listen to the other people talking about Comey, but then you go back a few months and you get their statements from a few months ago, and they, they couldn't stand him. So it's a very interesting thing. Will you be able to work with Schumer after all the horrible things he said it's about you? It's pretty tough to work with him. I'm surprised because I've known him for a long right. time. Uh, again, he's gone very, very far left. He doesn't have good control of his party. He's not a good leader. And I think it's going to be pretty tough for me to work with him. We'll see. Hopefully what will happen is in 18, we're going to elect some Republican senators because we only have a margin now of two uh, we're going to elect some people, some more Republicans, and we'll be able to do it without having to go through that situation with Schumer. Because, honestly, they just want to stop things. They want to clog up the wheels, and we can't let that happen. I interviewed General Kelly last week or the week before, and he said that he can see in your first term the North Korea having the ability to put a nuclear warhead on an intercontinental ballistic missile. That's what they want to do. That's terrifying. This should have been stopped a long time ago. This should have been stopped by Obama. This should have been stopped from so before Obama. I remember when Clinton wrote in his book all about the wonderful deal he made yeah, with North Korea. They started making missiles the next day and, and nuclear the what next day. What can you do about this? Uh, I can't talk to you about that, but I think we're having uh, some very, very good thoughts. You're going to build that wall? We're going to build the wall, absolutely. Is there a question about that? There's no question about it. We're I sat with the parents of a young girl who was murdered by MS-13. Right, sure. A um, horrible group of people. I, I cried with the parents. Yeah. You made this huge sweep yesterday, a couple days ago. the hell out of the country. They are being swept out of the country so fast. You know, we go into towns like in Long Island. I, I grew up where you grew essentially up? in Long Island. And we go into towns that I've known. And the towns are living in fear. They're like occupied they're camps. They're petrified. And General Kelly goes in with his guys. And they're tough, too. They're tougher. Believe me. This MS-13, somebody said they're the equivalent of Al-Qaeda in terms of their mentality and toughness. Mm -hmm. And we go into towns and the people are cheering as we take these people and throw them into the vans, they're cheering. It's almost like they've been freed or they've been liberated. This is in the United States. And under Obama, they were just pouring in. So MS-13, we have thousands of them in this country. They're going very, very fast. Okay, and finally, you're going to the Middle East. Yes. Saudi Arabia, Israel, uh, and then Rome. Rome. Right, so and then we're going to the big...
the big conference of our countries that we want to help the world. What are you going to accomplish? I think we're going to accomplish a lot of things. We've established great relationships with a lot of different countries that, frankly, we didn't have. You know, one thing I did is Aya. You know about Aya? Yes. Young girl who was in an Egyptian prison. Uh, President Obama worked three and a half years to try and get her out. He was unable to get her out. I had a meeting with General al-Sisi of Egypt, and within one minute, we made an agreement, and she was released. She was going to be there for 28 years. She was a, she's this wonderful young person. And I will tell you, uh, I was very honored by what General al-Sisi did. Not only her, but let her husband out and a total of eight people out. They're going to be there for many, many years in an Egyptian prison. The past administration worked on it for three years, three and a half years to be exact. They were unable to do a thing. I got them out in less than a minute. And that's what we need. Given your ability, your successes, all of the things that you can talk about for two hours here, how are we going to get that across to the American people? I hope that they understand it. I hope that they see it again. this was a a plan to because this was just an excuse that the democrats came up with for losing an election they lost an election they lost it badly and this was just an excuse for losing the election and i think people are seeing through it i really do i I believe people see through it